it's not really a scary story, but it's just like, <laughs> oh, I mean, it's pretty scary, actually. So this takes place on the res and it's set in an old, like rural, rural setting. And this girl goes, her and her brother go and stay with um, their grandmother for the weekend. And on one of the nights, they hear some dogs or their dogs barking outside. And it's in the middle of the night. And obviously the grandparents gonna go and check, check it out. So the grandmother wakes up and goes, turns on all of the lights and her and the two kids go outside and they see that the dogs are barking in a specific direction and they go and um, they go towards that direction and it's the sheep corral so <laughs> they go into the sheep corral and the grandmother um, she starts lifting up the tail of each sheep and kicking them in the butthole. <laughs> so she lifts up the tail of the first sheep and she kicks him in the butthole and the, the sheep's like, bah! And she's like, all right. She moves it, separates it aside and she gets the next one. She lifts up the tail. She kicks it in the butthole and goes, bah! And she moves it aside. <laughs> And the third one, the same thing. Bah. And then the fourth one, she picks picks up the tail, she kicks it in the butthole, and the sheep goes, Ayay! <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's my <laughs> wait, I'm curious though, how often do grandmas kick sheep in a in, in a butthole? Is that a common thing? I'm not sure. Maybe that's a question other people can ask or answer. Sorry. Wait, was that a real story, Tati? It's like a joke story, like something that you would hear, like if you're on a cross country trip and it's late at night <laughs> to ease the tension from the actual scary stories that are out there. <laughs> you should have saved that one, Tati. <laughs> I know, Marley, Marley made me tell it all quick. I wasn't even ready. I didn't even get to feel the, the matcha kick in. You were excited to tell that story. I was, but not this quick. Who, who, who's the one, one? Who, who was the one that told you that story? Um, My best friend in fifth grade. Her name was Tamara Yazi. I think it was after a trip to like Chaco Canyon. And we were coming back and like, the bus ride home from Chaco Canyon is always so scary. Like, especially because like, everybody's telling scary stories and they're like, they're actually very scary, a lot of them. And they're always like, this is real. This happened two weeks ago. I'm like, damn, you guys, two weeks ago? <laughs> this happened two, two fortnights ago. <laughs> yeah. And then so. like, sometimes they'll be like, um, 
yeah, it happened during a sleepover. You can ask so-and-so about it. They'll tell you it really happened. So I'm like, dang. But anyways, it happened then. So, Kai, were you going to say something? Oh, nothing. It's just, um, I was thinking about Chaco. Chaco itself is like pretty creepy. They say like, you're not supposed to like stay there overnight or even not even supposed to walk in it, like in the ruins and shit. No, I was just gonna say what happens if you stay there or sleep in there. I, I, I or did you want to answer that kind? I have no idea. This is just stuff I hear. I've never, I haven't been verified by getting kicked in the ass or anything. But. <laughs> I heard that a lot of debauchery has happened at Chaco, and that's where all of the natives went to party. And then so they had to like burn it down. And then, yeah, I just heard it was pretty wild in its heyday. Chaco Canyon was the Shalimar of the ancient peoples. <laughs> Damn, that's hard. Oh, our ancestors. Our ancestors pretty fucking rugged. Hey, that was as intertribal as it gets, huh? Ew. <laughs> intertribal solidarity. As a, I got a scary story. One Halloween, I got kicked in the asshole by a grandma. Hey. Ew. <laughs> it happened two two falls ago. The original gathering of nations. <laughs> Chaco, yeah, I, I, I would, I went to Chaco one time. And um, I was by myself. I was hiking it, and my grandmother would tell me like, "You're not supposed to to go there." Yeah, she she told me that like, you know, you're not supposed to go just because you invite some of that. And um, and so I I I personally love going to these particular areas. I find it very interesting, but for real, it's like this one time that I went, it was like it wasn't it was like some random day. It was some weird, like, um, it was in the middle of the week, but um, I just dipped and I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go to Chaco Canyon. I've always heard about it. I've been to most of the other places. I'm gonna go right now, you know? Um, so I, I went and I'm walking around and it's in the middle of the week, there's nobody there and it's just me. And I was like walking around and I went to the first site, the closest one. And I was like, all right, there are folks here. And then I went to the top part I went down and I went another spot over. I believe there's like this old, oh, I don't know if it's a petroglyph. Petroglyphs are the ones that are actually carved into the stone. I forgot what the ones that are drawn, where you draw into it. Before I started walking that way because I was like, okay, like I have some time. I, I was the only person on the path and I felt so like weird and I was listening to music and I was the only person walking it is probably the most like normal day of my life. But for some odd reason, I was like, really like, I was like kind of, I, I was, I was a little off. Like I felt like something was watching me and, you know, and I'm like, I don't know, like it just felt like, maybe it's just that like sense of um, being in a spot where it's like, you know, that like maybe a thousand years before it was just a very vibrant community and you're kind of there and, you're like picking up part of like, you know, the after effects of it. And um, yeah, it was by far the most like, I don't know. I definitely, for sure when I went there, yeah, like the energy, I don't, I guess that's like the vibes of Chaco Canyon. And I, I ended up not making it to the petroglyphs. 
because I kind of got like a little like nervous and I was like, you know, I'm the only person here. I remember making excuses up about like, oh, I don't have enough water. It's hot. I'm going to turn around. So I ended up just turning around. But yeah, like Chaco Canyon definitely has like an energy about it. But just during the day though, right? What? I said, but you said you're hiking during the day and you're still freaked out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't freaked out. I just was unnerved. Like, and so, like, if it was at night, I definitely, I don't know. This is what your grandma told you stories about when she's <laughs> making the pueblos. Has anybody hiked at Chaco Canyon? I don't hike. My ancestors lived there. <laughs> I'm respectful. <laughs> I was just visiting. <laughs> I've, I've never actually spent the night. I, I told him that I wanted to spend the night at, um, the uh, fudge, what's it called? It's over there, west of Kienta, um, by Say It, where you hike there. And it's Navajo National Park. Kitsil, Kitsil. This guy just likes to try and violate every taboo there is in the book. Can I go? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, can I go hiking with y'all? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So come on, hey. Speaking of breaking taboos, we need buckets. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> sick. Like, you know, it's not it's not a break it's not a taboo breaking party. A bucket's not there. <laughs> oh. It's getting all fucked up <laughs> in sacred places. My aunt, she was dating this guy. I'm not gonna name his name. So like he told me the story one time when he was driving and he was in a Ford, a small Ford Ranger. And it was after work. He told me it was about midnight. He's driving north on a res road. If you've ever been on a res road at night, your lights only go so far to like light up the road and just a little bit on the side. So if something jumps out, you have very little time to like respond. He's driving and part of his whole like demeanors, he's sleepy, he's trying to get home. As he's driving home, through the front window, he's like, just focused straight on the road. In the periphery, something kind of like flutters up. And he tells me he thinks it's like a butterfly. Like, oh, it's just, it's just a butterfly. But then, you know, cause it, the way it moved and the way it was fluttering. So he like kind of looks and then goes back to the road, doesn't see anything, but then starts seeing it in his periphery. And you know how like on the road when you're driving or like you're driving at night, some of the light from your headlights kind of dips and escapes into the, your peripheries, right? The side windows. And it kind of lights up a little bit of the landscape, just a little bit. Like it's, it's, it's very faint. He could see something kind of like, like kind of swooping and it's no longer fluttering at this point. It's kind of like swooping in. So he like quickly looks, doesn't see anything. He's starting, he's starting to have like weird vibes. You know, because he's like, this isn't normal. He, 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 I remember him telling me he thought it was like a, an owl. He looks, doesn't see anything, and he's like, fuck, it's an owl. And he struck me as a very traditional person, you know. And so when you're traditional, you don't really fuck with owls. You, you do the noise, caca. Or I guess that's not a, that's not an owl. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of owls do you mess with? <laughs> <laughs> so. The swooping on the driver's side window doesn't occur anymore. He's still driving. Then on the other side, on the passenger side, he starts to see it again. This time he looks. 
for a brief second, he sees like a woman's head on like the body of an owl. He looks really back, looks forward. So he describes it as like the head of a woman on a body of an owl. I guess the, the owl was like, the body of the owl was going forward, but the head was turned towards him and it freaked him out. You know, he didn't want to look back at it because he was afraid he would like drive off the road or might distract him. I've, it kind of freaked me out because when I was young and I used to sit between my grandmother and my grandfather. Single cab? Single cab, yes. I I used to like be afraid of looking out the windows because of like that story because I was always afraid I'd see something either like running beside the vehicle or like flying. I don't know if this is good to say or not, but I would like to see that. That's like... What if you put like a hot woman's head on like an alien, you know, like on an owl's body? I'd pay to see an only man <laughs> that had something like that. I would. You know, but that would be scared. If I was by myself, I would be scared. But then if I was with people, I'd be like, hey, look at that. You don't see that every day. I think that was it. Speaking of scary stories, you're over there meeting with the cops. <laughs> oh my god. I knew <laughs> y'all were gonna hate on me because I, I licked them boots. How'd their boots taste? On the camera, <laughs> them there. Well, Did I you put some say, ushy on it? <laughs> go say they, uh, they're really shiny now. Mm, all fucking sucking on it. Uh, what did you <laughs> Why are they shiny? I know. <laughs> Um, I was gonna say, I know what you mean, like at night when you're driving, um, there has been a few times, like, you know, those chain link fences, they're like, they crisscross and they're like this big. When, I don't know if it's like just headlights that do this, but like I was turning a corner in front of it. Like I was going towards it, but suddenly turned away from it. And I swear I saw like, I don't see as much manifestations like that, but it's like shadows. I feel like I see shadows and I swear in that moment, like I was not alone in the car. And I was like, did you see that? Oh my God. Like, what was that? Like I full on like slammed the brakes. Like what, what was that? And the other person didn't see it. I don't know if they weren't looking, but I think about, I thought about it every time I had to like drive that part at night, just cause like, I would avoid looking at it. I didn't want to see it. <laughs> would you be creeped out if your passenger was like, <gasps> It's Richard, and then... <laughs> oh, they... <laughs> I don't know what I would do, because we were like right up close to it. <laughs> Probably just drive away, but it would definitely freak me out, oh my God. But I'm used to people joking like that though, too, so I'd probably be like, shh, whatever. That would always freak me out. I, and I was always scared. Like it, it definitely, like that story imprinted on my mind, especially driving at night. When I used to drive at night on the res, when I worked on the res, I would think about that. So Marley, that uh, was a story that was told to you, right? Yeah, that, that was told to me by, um, but not But me. you, like, it wasn't about, like, you didn't, like, experience that, no. it was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That... But I just wanted to say, like, has anybody, like, here, um, ever had something, like, happen to them, to them, them, or just, like, just stories you heard? Because I've never, honestly, I've never had anything basically scary happened to me. It's just more or less like everything I've heard from other people. I mean, not just skinwalker, but anything. Have you like seen a skinwalker? Have you 
said met one i don't know <laughs> but yeah i'm just that asking like i want to hear like it's like personal accounts I, i've never i've just never seen anything ever um <laughs> i'm sitting down in a chair by the way um uh i've, I've seen a uh a skinwalker in the yamato can all right i need to stretch my legs but for real, Cody, you saw one though? <laughs> Look in the mirror and say your name four times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just disappears. <laughs> I heard those banalities across the ditch. I heard your skinwalkers. That's funny because like, somebody would probably say that shit about like, just families in general. You know? For me, it's like, nah, I think, I think they're just people living in capitalism, you know? I don't think that makes some skinwalkers. They're just trying to survive. No, I kind of agree with you because I've always heard, like, to me, the stuff I've always heard, it just makes, like, witch people sound all petty. They're just like, oh, they're just jealous of your new car, or oh, they're just jealous of you, or some shit like that. I gotta say, I remember, I remember when I was a teenager, I really got into, like, because uh, I used to sit with my, my, my grandpa, who, my late grandpa, who was a roadman. And there were some times that he didn't really say, like, so-and-so was a witch, you know? He never really, like, told the people that, you know, uh, I guess, like, so-and-so was a skinwalker. But he would just say, like, you know, it's your higher blood pressure or, you know, like, maybe it's your uh, depression. You did this a long time ago and that's what's creating this. But there were some cases. I remember one time when I went to him to get some um, things done. He did describe one of my really good friends um, and he said my friend was like really jealous of me. Were they jealous of you rockabilly or lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, fuck, he has that big ass stand up face I want one. <laughs> fuck his mohawk, so tall. <laughs> hey, he plays that misfit song all sick. Oh God. <laughs> oh, you gotta bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> They're just jealous I had all the babes back in high school. <laughs> That's what they say about having a big base. <laughs> They're all fucking jealous of me because I was uh, a lot fucking smart. That's why. <laughs> what my grandpa told me, like in all in all seriousness, he said that he was very jealous of like uh, me taking AP classes. I don't know. I thought it was interesting, but um, and then I've come across like medicine men who like will say like uh, if you can maybe exclude that from the recording because I don't know if my family is going to be listening to it <laughs> this fucking just gave out information remind me like where, where you want it to end um, damn it just, I was, beep it I was, out, Mark. just beep it out you know yeah, like, there's there's a beep. Beep. <laughs> 30 second beep and it's like for the viewers here, I had to beat this out because private information was given. But related to what that person said before, because I, I had to bleep it out, why won't our medicine practitioners give us names, damn it? The, I think they're right about this idea, like folks who do this, like witching is like super petty, is like, it's always like something jealous. It's based in some type of jealousy. You know, they were like, oh, they're jealous of you. And I would always like push, uh, I'd always push him like, give me a name. I would, I, I would always try to figure out 
you know, I could never, and, and this goes into the, the second portion that I'm going to talk about or not talk about, but like mention, but I would never know. And there would be like the most like vague description because I'm like, you're just describing every Navajo person that I know. I guess, well, um, it, it depends on your medicine person. <laughs> if the, if you're just getting a, a 10 cent medicine person, not a $500 medicine person, they won't give you names. <laughs> extra penalty to get a name. <laughs> I was gonna say on the real though, I, I've, I've heard, um, I've actually, yeah, I've heard medicine men give out names of uh, people, but uh, like, they would give out their Navajo names, uh, not the Navajo, like the sacred Navajo names, but like the, I guess their nicknames that the community knows them by. And uh, I mean, there's some that would be like, it, 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 you know, they would be like, it's your uncle or your auntie or your grandpa or your grandma or so-and-so's grandma. And then you'd be like, what the fuck? And that's when it gets a little bit kind of cringy because everyone just starts excluding the other person. The other person would be like, why are, you, why are you treating me all different? What's wrong? And then everyone just kind of looks at him and gives him those eyes, those eye emojis, and like, are you, you fucking witched me. Yeah, you just <laughs> say it out loud at the family reunion. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Okay, okay. There's one there's one time um, at my cousin's Kanata. Uh, there was, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. So am I going to have to bleep this out, Cody? <laughs> no, I won't say names. I won't say names. I just <laughs> very big i'll be the medicine person i won't say names and uh so they were at a Kinanda and uh i didn't know anything yet. and we're, we're by the way we were in arizona so those arizona navajos me and my cousins were hanging out we we're playing outside and then someone's uh uh one of my cousins uh so-and-so is a, a yanny they're a witch and i was like what i was a like, so-and-so is a witch and they're like, shut up so shut up, we fucking told you, be quiet. <laughs> They're like, shut me forever. No, I, I mean, I, I, and I, I think is right when they say that like medicine people are practitioners and so they have to act like a good relative. So they can't really spill the info whereas the other person will spill the tea. Yeah, right, your medicine person just isn't a part of the association. <laughs> okay, so there's the Navajo Medicine Man Association, and then there's the Hatafi Association. They're actually two distinct groups. Since y'all were asking for a story of something that actually happened to one of our participants on this podcast, um, I can certainly share my experiences, nay. Um... <laughs> Um, so back when I used to wild out attending a tribal college, um, there was like an area by the river, uh, where, you know, past students would go party and, you know, get really drunk and a lot of things happened over there. And so myself and a couple of my other friends, we decided to, you know, get rowdy and go check out that area and see if we could find it. So as we're walking through, it's kind of like it turned into like a bougie neighborhood behind the school, um, you know, just uh, your classic old scary ass gentrification, the real horror of the story. Um, but continuing on with my with my experience, we were walking through and then uh, all of a sudden we get to um, a river and 
you know, we listen to like the water rushing and everything's like um, under a full moon, okay? Um, and there's like this slight haze uh, surrounding that uh, body of water rushing. And as we walk forward, my, my friends uh, leading us, who's considered the, the spiritual expert since they have a lot of encounters with, uh, you know, spiritual teams, uh, they, uh, you know, we were walking behind him and sure enough, he like does like this sickle military stop and like says, wait. Like, I see something, and we're, like, kind of, like, peeking over and trying to see what, what's out there. And he's like, shh, be quiet. So we're, like, dead silent. All you can hear is, like, the water rushing, and, like, we, like, try and look closer at what's happening um, near these bushes that are surrounding that water. And as we, like, look, I swear to God, I, I swear... To creator, anybody that's listening, okay, um, that I saw a little person. Um, some, like, I guess would identify it as like a troll, maybe, but um, it was like a little, like, old man, but very, very short, like, maybe only like, not even, like, maybe even a foot or so, like, but they were peeking out from these bushes. And they had like, it was like very, very white, like as if like somebody like rolled it around like ashes or something. And it had like a long beard, like a little old man. Um, anyways, we saw him peek out and like that scared the hell out of us. And like, uh, we only realized that after, um, like after that happened. But as we were like, you know, really like, you know, getting all brave and trying to step forward, we heard somebody, uh, or we heard like a big ass plop into the water. And, um, <laughs> damn it, Mark, <laughs> making me laugh. <laughs> but we heard like somebody throw like a big ass rock into the water. And so, you know, us and, uh, you know, my other friend who couldn't see anything. They got really scared. They're like, what? Like, is somebody out there? Is somebody watching? <laughs> is like somebody like throwing rocks or something? But um, you know, somebody threw like a big ass like rock or like a brick into the water. <laughs> and uh sure enough, like our friend uh told us like turn around and like walk slowly, don't run, because that like attracts um, you know, spiritual things or um, other creatures is because like the sudden movement I guess um, <laughs> but um, yeah so we decided to start walking my friend uh, uh, they got like so scared that they started like reverting back to their old Catholic self and like spilling some prayers <laughs> and myself I'm like um, creator it's me again <laughs> and uh, so we kind of like booked it back to the car and like we're like did you see that and uh, my friend who's like pr from like the I guess like near Oklahoma-ish um, 
they were telling us like some other stories from their communities of like gargoyles like knocking over cars and that they have like regular encounters of like dealing with little people and yeah so that was my story that's why you don't go out at night me that's why you don't go ghost busting damn i want to go ghost busting now maybe i think for the most part i i, I don't know much most of my like encounters I don't know. I've never, I've seen some things, but it's always like shadows. Never really like full forms. But like, I mean, I'm, I'm open. Like, I don't know. Y'all know I'm a materialist, atheist. But I, I leave some room. I leave a little bit of room out there. You know, I, just a little bit, just a little bit, based on some of my experiences and what people told me. I have a story. Well, it, it's like kind of scary because I was little. They used to have like a haunted trail near my house. <laughs> and I was like always so scared of everything because like, well, on the res you'd have to go outside and like walk to the bathroom and stuff like that. So like, I would always be scared to go to the bathroom at night, but I was even more scared during the Halloween season. <laughs> Because I could always hear like a freaking um, chainsaw and like people screaming and it was so scary and I would be like trying to like psych myself up to go to the bathroom and I'd hurry up and run out of my trailer and slam the door shut and run to the, run to the bathroom and then once I got there I'd be like okay have like 15 seconds to run back after it finished and I was yeah it was so scary they'd have this like really intricate Halloween trail and it was maybe like half a mile away from where I used to live but I could hear it and I could hear the people screaming and like oh it was so scary that's my experience I, I well mine didn't happen on like Halloween but uh, I remember when when I was still in a band playing fucking baseball cool. <laughs> uh, my cousin my cousin and I when I was part of Misfits <laughs> when I played bass for Michael Grade <laughs> um, <laughs> my cousin and I were practicing at my house and uh, all proud boy here, oh god. Uh, but uh, you've been to my house, Marley, and one time we were practicing in the living room. My cousin, we, we finished up, it was just him and I, and we just got done. Uh, my, my cousins and I, were, were, we were playing, and uh, we got done, and my cousin laid down on the floor, and I was sitting on the couch, and him and I were just talking, um, and all of a sudden, he got kicked like he got kicked on the side we don't know how the hell he got kicked but literally we saw his his uh the side of his uh of his chest like uh and his ribs though his um like 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 a twitch or a flinch dancing kicked him <laughs> god damn it uh, he's like you fucked up on last caress and then he kicked him and then he, he like something kicked my cousin's ribs and usually like a flinch or a twitch or like uh when someone like uh um twitches you can see just like their body contracting 
but you can't really see like you don't really see the the shirt but his shirt legit went up like if someone were to push up your shirt or push up um, or kick you like literally kick you on the side like i can't explain it but you can just see his shirt kind of go up and he looked at me i got i, I was freaked out because i was like what the fuck just happened and he, he jumped up he's like holy fuck dude so, holy fuck he's like oh um did you fucking see that i was like yeah man he's like i got fucking kicked <laughs> he's like fucking lost it I was like, uh, and I was still, and I was still really, I, I was really gullible and really, like, uh, like, I used to get scared really easily, so I, like, I covered my ears, I was like, no, 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 and then my cousin's all, dude, he grabbed me, he's like, dude, fucking something, hit, kick, just kick me, he, like, freaked out. So I guess that's a creepy thing, um, ghostly, I guess. No, no, I, I, that is pretty creepy. Not as creepy as playing for Michael Graves, though. Um, not really a kicking story, it's, it's like real quick, but like we were driving from Fort to Loop and we were in my grandpa's, it's not a single cab because it was like those trucks, like those small like ranger trucks with the seats in the back, but they come down from the side, you know what I'm talking about, they're real small, and then like they're on the door and you pull the seats down. Anyway, that was my chase truck, so me and my brother, we made it all nice and comfy in the back and we were just laying on the ground you know, cross legs kind of. And then um, uh, this hand reached out from like the ground of the truck and then like touched my thigh and grabbed me and then like went away real quick. And it was super scary. It wasn't my Che, because my Che was in the passenger side. My mom was driving. He couldn't have moved his hand like that. Like this hand came up and touched me and then like moved away, like real quick. And then me and my brother just looked at each other and we're like, what the heck? But we were just kind of quiet and then we were just kind of scared the whole time and that was it. And yeah, it was scary. And it happened on the res and I'm like, what the hell? This was weird. I kind of wonder like, I guess about the ghosts and I guess their racial background or ethnic background. <laughs> Like, are they white and why are they here? And is it, are they stuck to this house and their property and do they not want to leave? And also I'm wondering like with how many people die a day, like, is there an influx of ghosts? Like from like 1900 to now, has it gone, have the ghosts gone up by a million? Like what's their population count or their census? So yeah, maybe we would be, I, I would be a bad. You're like, <laughs> I need the research. <laughs> They're like, is this a ghost of color that I'm talking to right now? <laughs> or Are this... you black, indigenous, or POC? <laughs> <laughs> I want to trauma bond with you real quick before we get the seance going. <laughs> yeah. Our oppression Olympics, let's go. <laughs> Ew, that's so bad. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I'm like trying to think back on that like Ghost Adventures episode when they went to, was it Skinwalker Canyon? Now this one is called the Ghostbuster. The Ghostbuster, right up our alley. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel amazing. I feel absolutely incredible, like just superpowers. Right now we're in the spirit world. God, I even look weird. <laughs> <laughs> Something's not right.
Seriously. Do you feel that? Amazing. Fuck, we can't get out of this cold. All I know is that we're warriors. We're Navajo warriors. And it was all basic AF. And like, they had like a medicine lady named Walking Thunder. I've never met a Diné person that had like a last name that sounded like someone from the plains. And so I was just like, okay. And then like literally all that they did was like, you know, like issue like, okay, just say pa times four. And it's like, you know, going to the IHS for like a freaking like bloody ass arm and they just give you ibuprofen. <laughs> Especially when dealing with something like that crazy and that scary and Kind of, like that whole thing was like really scary like with the you know portals and shit um but i mean then i'm also thinking about like how like indigenous folks are like always look to for like the solutions like i always think of was it called poltergeist 2 when they like when the guy <laughs> when the guy like ends up going into sweat with him just so that they can like come up with the solution to defeat the poltergeist and so i'm like okay i guess we're like the experts or something <laughs> well they did they did that in it too for one of the characters. oh yeah it it part two chapter two yeah i mean that yeah but okay so i'm gonna share my screen real quick because i want y'all to see what i'm about to show you Ooh, can the podcast see it? it that person you're talking about is actually real it, there's a book about them called Walking Thunder, Dene Medicine Women, Dene Medicine Woman Profiles and Healing Series, written in 2001 on Amazon. And the book is expensive. Like the cheapest is $34. So I guess it is. I mean, but she's talking about peyote and- Oh my God, the accompanying CD. <laughs> <laughs> you know, illustrates the ceremonies. This is, this, this is a how-to book. <laughs> how to be a Navajo medicine person. Add to cart. Let's have a Buy now. <laughs> <laughs> One click buy. Yay! Buy new. A thousand and a thousand dollars or a thousand fifty-two dollars. Yeah, yeah. This is an actual person. I don't. I, I guess I can Google it really quick, but hey, it's not. I clicked out of all my nasty tabs beforehand. I'd like. What's her number? Ew. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be surprised if there's an actual like contact. Maybe I, maybe we can have prank caller. So uh, I got this uh, this haunting in my outhouse. Ew! A specter is haunting this place. Ew! The specter of communism. Nay. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, look, look, walking thunder. I was uh, in the outhouse late last night and um, someone someone tickled my They blew on it. I'll be honest, I kind of liked it. <laughs> I need someone's help. I need you to exercise it. Can you reach out to them for me? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I want to know why they did it and if they can do it again. Here's an extra hundred if you give me the name. <laughs> All I know is that we're warriors. We're 
Warriors. Warriors.